I'm Eliza Cracknell and this is Women's Splains. Today we're looking at our domestic violence laws and why they are failing us. This week the country is still in mourning and disbelief after the tragic death of Hannah Clark and her three children. A shattered community is coming together to honour and pay tribute to Hannah Clark and her three beautiful children whose lives were snatched away in a despicable act of domestic violence. The 31-year-old was horrifically murdered by her estranged husband when he poured petrol on the family car and set it alight. Herself and her children were inside. He then stabbed himself in the chest. At the time of the murder, Hannah and her estranged husband Rowan were going through a custody battle. Police have confirmed a history of violence and Rowan was the subject of a restraining order. This has made many question just how effective domestic violence laws actually are at protecting victims. On Tuesday, Prime Minister Scott Morrison said, We must all reflect again on these terrible murders. We must reflect on how and where the system failed Hannah and her children as it has failed so many others. Whilst this was the action of a depraved and evil man, we know enough of the circumstances leading up to the murders to know this should not have happened. Police reports say that in Miss Clark's home state of Queensland, 84 domestic violent protection orders are breached every single day. So what are the laws in place to protect and help those suffering from domestic violence? Domestic violence laws vary from state to state, but at the centrepiece of all the states and territory laws are protection orders, known as domestic violence orders or DVOs in some states, family violence intervention orders in Victoria, an apprehended domestic violence order in New South Wales, and a family violence restraining order in WA. Now, a DVO is an official document issued by the court to stop threats or acts of domestic violence. A DVO sets out rules that a person who has committed domestic violence must obey. It is designed to keep someone safe by making it illegal for the person of interest to behave in specific ways. It is important to note that a DVO is a civil court order, so it will not appear on a person's criminal history. However, if you break the terms of the DVO, then this will appear on your criminal history. There are two types of DVOs, a protection order and a temporary protection order. Now protection order is where a domestic violence order is made by a magistrate in a court to protect someone in a domestic and family violence situation. Most protection orders last for five years, however, this can vary depending on circumstances. If you need protection urgently, you or the police can apply for a temporary protection order. This is an order that can be considered early by a magistrate. A temporary protection order is like a protection order, but it's for a shorter period of time and to cover you in case of danger up until the point that a magistrate can decide on the application for the full protection order. You can ask for a temporary protection order and a protection order at the same time. In November 2017, the National Domestic Violence Order Scheme was introduced. This means that any domestic violence orders issued in one state or territory will apply and be enforced in all states and territories in Australia. We'll be back right after this break. So what happens if it's breached? 
If a person does anything that isn't approved, the police should be called immediately on triple zero. The police then have a duty to investigate domestic violence and can charge the person with breaching the DVO. The person would then need to appear before the criminal court for a criminal offence. Punishments can range from state to state, but fines of up to $50,000 and jail time of up to five years can be handed down. This, however, didn't stop Rowan Baxter from turning up and murdering his family. So what can be done? Stats released by the Queensland Police shows a total of 27,000 domestic violence protection orders were breached in 2018. That's three every hour. That was triple the 2001 figure. Social Service Minister Anne Rosten said that tragically in Australia, every two minutes, police are called to a domestic and family violence matter. And every day, 12 women are hospitalized. Protection orders aren't going to fulfill their purpose if they aren't enforced. And that's at the center of what happened in Hannah Clark's case. And this is the center of our frustration all across the country. Hayley Foster, the CEO of Women's Safety New South Wales, believe a lot can and needs to be done. She says that in our society, domestic violence can often be excused. There is often victim blaming and siding with the offenders. So there is leniency when breaches occur. What results is breaches and breaches and breaches that are not enforced. She says, You want something to actually send a message, a quick signal, you need to actually enforce it. Um, it is not unusual to see um, somebody breaching um, an order, you know, five, six times before it's actually, um, before it's actually enforced. It's horrendous cases, and there was a case where there were 34 breaches in an ABO. To make sure these breaches don't occur, Foster says we need to start with the courts. We have to fix our court system, she says. She believes we need specialised magistrates as well as safe processes within court proceedings for people to tell their stories in a safe environment. She believes the court system has to work by the motto, there is no excuse for violence. She says, And you can tell that a lot of magistrates just don't feel like it's serious, just don't want to be there, want to get onto the next case. Um, whereas other magistrates see it as very, very, very important work and take their, you know, actually take it seriously. Foster believes the $100 million funding for domestic violence each year simply isn't enough and it's up to us in the community to make the government act. They've been getting away with not investing in solutions they have been presented with, she says. We elect the government and we need to tell them this is a priority. We need to tell them that they won't have a job if they don't. It's up to all of us to keep our women and children safe. So over to you.